Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, friends. It's Hannah, and wow, uh, 200th episode, and sorry it's a day late for anyone who is religiously you know, online, ready for our episodes to come out. Um, if there are any of you, thanks and sorry. Um, and this is a solo episode, but a full solo episode, not just a quick check-in. Um, and I felt like doing this on Saturday and sitting and reflecting, which is kind of what this episode's going to be, um, but then it didn't. <laughs> I got caught up in other bits and uh, yeah, sorry, let me stop fidgeting because then you'll just um, hear all of that. Um, and actually, I hadn't really planned to sit and record this now. Um, I don't know when I was <laughs> when I was going to do the two hundredth episode. I um, had these thoughts flying around, um, but I'm supposed to be recording. I was supposed to be recording three back to back interviews for you, uh, but I've had two reschedule, and the people have rescheduled for personal reasons, and that's fine. Um, and hopefully I will get actually get to speak to them because they've rescheduled a couple of times and it's, I don't know, um, having an open calendar that people book into is good because I don't have to do the sort of contacting people so much beforehand because it's automated. But I very much like to have a plan. So I've planned to sit and record and now no one to chat to. So I'm looking forward to two fun guests, hopefully a little bit later. But suddenly I have this window of time um, so yes, I thought I would sit down and chat to you and reflect on life, um, how I'm doing at the moment, where I am in, in life, and also on 200 episodes of the podcast, which is amazing. I think when I first started the first season, we did 15 episodes, a couple of those were short, not particularly great, <laughs> some of them really great interviews, and then since then it was pretty much constant uh, for a while two episodes a week and then down to one episode and it's only really been this year a couple of times that either I've just done a short check-in or I have um, not released an episode and it's interesting because when I've spoken to people about podcasting and I've done a couple of keynote talks about podcasting particularly for people podcasting as a business and that sort of thing and I sort of played into that message that you hear a lot in the business space about consistency being key, which it is, <laughs> you know, it's uh, if, if you're someone that tunes in that you like to listen and you want to know that there is going to be something new to listen to. But I think also what's really important and, and maybe more so for a show like mine where it's about well-being is that kind of authenticity and being true to yourself and true to your message. And actually our message is all about getting to know yourself and tuning into yourself and allowing yourself what you need for your well-being to look after yourself. Um, and actually, it would be probably not great for my mental health to have like pushed and pushed to put stuff out if actually that's not the space that I was in. But also maybe a bit hypocritical because of our message. And, and sometimes it's difficult to say, 
I need a bit of space, um, particularly when there are things that we are expected to do, whether there is expectation we put on ourselves or other people do, or we have commitments, we have responsibilities, it can be really hard to take a step back from that, even if sometimes it's really necessary to do so. And if and if we don't, actually, it can really compound the, the stuff that we're experiencing and mean that maybe we have to take a longer period out um, and maybe not through choice. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've sort of eased up on my uh, my consistency rule when I try to be authentic on the show and I try to give little check-ins if you know there's not going to be a full episode but um yes I have just whereas my train of thought <laughs> I yeah I am really committed to the show still and actually I have just started to schedule more interviews um so more guests out um and I'm being much more selective in the timing and I think that's something I've learned for myself managing my well-being of not constantly recording not constantly editing um chilling out a little bit on the format and the uh, to say the polish I mean I tidy up a little bit but actually I want it to feel like a conversation so it doesn't need to be super tidy and all of that and actually I'm recording this now I probably won't edit it unless I say something that I think oh that's got to completely go um and so those sorts of things mean that then actually my my workload if you like around the podcast is less so it feels more manageable and I, and I think that's a really important lesson I've been learning about my life and uh one for you one of many lessons probably that we're going to reflect on today of being good enough you know not trying to be perfect because it's not achievable one um it's not helpful two (laughs) and and also yeah it's there's um I can't remember where I heard this and that happens a lot they'll say oh there's this thing I know it didn't come from me it came from somewhere but I can't remember where that anything worth doing is worth doing badly you know I'm hopefully not doing this badly but that you know doing something is better than doing nothing and and actually I'm sort of garbling completely that message it's a bit with another one but that actually yeah it doesn't have to be perfect and, and maybe having a super produced polished podcast um is what some people want maybe is what you want to listen to but I'm afraid that is not entirely what we have here so sorry about that oh and I've realized that I haven't even plugged in my microphone so I'm just talking to myself um it is recording because I can see the sound but I'm not I've not plugged my mic in so let me do that and then we'll see what happens to the sound quality there you go Um, I should have noticed because normally I can hear myself through the headphones in my head but I couldn't and so this perfectly illustrates my point um, that it's not perfect and um, you know if I was really what I've been talking for like nearly seven minutes if I went well oh I didn't have my mic in I need to restart all of that would it be any better maybe I don't know but that's not life we can't we can't just restart things um to try to get to something that's perfect, which isn't even a thing. And I don't know, I, I like podcasts where you get a sense of who the person is, where it is not too perfectly polished. Um, and that might just be me, but this is my show, so <laughs> it's kind of doing the same. But yes, so that's a little bit about kind of, I guess, the, the podcast journey that we're, we're still going. And it, and 
most weeks (laughs) on a Monday, ideally. But there's going to be a bit of flexibility because that's the nature of life. That's nature of my life. And that's part of my journey of honoring myself and listening to myself and giving myself what I need, which is um, an ongoing journey of being able to do that. But actually, it feels really positive that I'm able to do that. And I'm not putting all this pressure on myself and guilt and shame and, and all of that. And yeah, so that's that. Um, In terms of... Oh, what do we want to talk about? Um, let's do a quick, a quick little personal reflection and then we'll talk about 200 episodes. Um, so yeah, I, yes, have been on um, a bit of a mental health journey for several years that I've talked about before. Um, but it feels like in the last year and a half, two years, um, there has been a shift even within that. But uh, sorry if this is all, you know, you're like, oh, we've heard this all before, but some of this is new. <laughs> so I, from my teens, at least through my twenties up until sort of 30, I was depressed. Basically I'd sort of numbed out all my feelings. I was, I didn't realize I was anxious because of the depression, but I just was not in a good place. I was just sort of surviving really. And, um, yeah. And then as I was turning 30 and sort of reflecting, which I think is something that we often do when we're approaching a birthday and a particularly like, Ooh, a milestone birthday, I was like, I'm, I'm not okay. And uh, I'm not okay with the next 10 years or more being not okay. And so that's what start. sorry, um, flinging my uh, microphone, um, headphone cable around. Um, that's what started this journey of really, okay, I need to, for my own well-being, sanity, I need to do something. I need to do something different because what I've been doing is not working and I need to take care of myself and and change. So yeah, that started a journey and then I felt like I'd I'd made some great progress and actually the last year, year and a half feels like much more significant progress and I'm going to reflect on some kind of lessons I've learned that I want to share with you Um, and also things I'm still working on and still learning because I think it's, it's a lifelong thing of yeah, looking, trying to look after ourselves and, and look after our well-being because every day is a new day. Uh, it's full of amazing possibilities. Um, but also things can be unexpected and um, painful and difficult as well. And so it's, you know, trying to manage all of that. And sometimes you feel awesome and sometimes you feel awful, I guess. And that's, um, but but there are things that we can do to sort of manage that sort of flow and cycle, I think. Um, before I get into all of those, 200 episodes. Wow. (laughs) So we've been going, well, it'd be three years in September, actually, uh, since we launched 200 episodes. Um, I don't know, at least 150 interviews, I would guess ballpark. Um, because I'm not going to do the maths, but because we've had some solos, we've had some panels, we've had our recap episodes, uh, but probably about 150 guests that we've had on. We've had a couple of repeat guests. We've had a takeover where someone has interviewed me. Um, and I'm really proud that we have covered a whole range of, of topics. We have talked about well-being um, and we've had professionals that have come on and, and shared you know, the work that they do and, and their advice around well-being we have had people on who share their personal experience. And honestly, they are some of my favourite episodes. 
I don't know that I have any specific favourites, but the ones where people are really speaking their truth and, and sharing. And I think we are a, a species of stories. Um, we love to connect and share our stories and tell our stories. And it's really powerful hearing stories. That's why we love books and we love films and, and we love all of those things because it just helps us to feel connected to that experience, to, to kind of see and hear our experience reflected back at us. It's such a powerful thing of helping us feel less alone because life can be lonely at times. You know, we're, we're sort of all on this journey, um, but there are other people around us. We're alone, but we can be together with people or something. I don't know, it's going might get weirdly like philosophical and deep today. Um, but yeah, there, there's something really powerful about those. And so when we've had people on who share their experience of loss, of grief, of illness um, and of mental illness, I think that's really, really powerful. And I'm really pleased that being a sort of mental health and well-being podcast, we have had people on sharing their experience of mental health conditions. Um, we have talked about um, we've talked about depression and anxiety, we've talked about OCD, we have talked about schizophrenia and borderline personality disorder and bipolar. And so I think some of those conditions, particularly um, the last three, schizophrenia, borderline personality, bipolar, are ones that are maybe still um, not as well understood um, and that there is a lot more stigma around. And I feel really proud that we are trying to do our small part um, of having conversations around around what it's really like and people sharing their experience and talking about the stigma and talking about the language we use when, when we talk about things like when we've had people on talking about substance use and some of the language around that and we probably I don't always get it right get it perfect but I'm open to always trying to learn um, and trying to understand um, I'm also really proud that we have a variety of perspectives so we are not a religious podcast we've got no kind of denomination but we're open to people sharing whether it's the sort of very scientific atheistic type of approach and people who are um spiritual or kind of organized religion faith as part of their background but always our sort of message is about not being non-prescriptive in everything whether it's that religion whether it's about medication which can be another one of um and also being non-judgmental of, you know, everyone's experience is their experience and, and sharing that. And and hopefully for you listening, you can take, you know, what resonates with you, take what you need from the show, leave the rest. Um, hopefully it helps you to think about things more, broadens your perspectives, uh, all of that. And um, hopefully it's in some ways comforting and reassuring um, and supportive because that's kind of, yeah, what we're, what we're trying to create. So yeah, I'm I'm really proud of the 200 episodes and excited for more uh, fab conversations with people uh, to bring to you. And then I want to share some of my personal lessons I've been reflecting on about mental health in this last sort of year and a half. Um, and these are just mine. You might think they're all nonsense, which is absolutely fine. Um, hey, feel free to send us a message or comment on this episode post um, on... Oh, my laptop's just gone to sleep. On Instagram, <laughs> we put it up. Um, and yeah, let um, let me know what what your lessons learned are and, uh, and if you do disagree, but these are mine. So I think the first one is that with well-being 
um, or life in general. Often we can say that we want to change, we want things to be different. But I think sometimes we say that in a really like superficial level, that we want to change, but we don't want to do the things that we need to do to make that change happen. We don't actually want to change. And whether that is a conscious thing, sometimes it's maybe a, a deeper level, it's more unconscious, and there's fear and there's all kinds of things that are kind of keeping us stuck where we are. But I think to to make changes, we have to really want to change. And I think sometimes that does mean like feeling really low before you can kind of have that moment of, I need to do something different. And I think that's what I had my 10.30 that I just, I realised actually I can't keep doing what I'm doing and I need to do something different and I need to sort of push myself sometimes. And, and it is a balance. I've talked about this before. It's a balance between knowing and it, that's a lot of trying to listen to yourself and understand yourself and you do not always get it right. But <laughs> like learning, trying to, trying to learn and understand for yourself. When do I need to pause and have some space and not push um, so for example, when I haven't recorded an episode often, it's okay, this is what I need for me. And sometimes it's knowing when do I need to give myself a bit of a kick up the backside because I am just making excuses or I'm lacking motivation, but actually there is no reason why I can't do this thing. Actually, I want it. I'm just getting in my own way. So this is a kind of example, but not really <laughs> being in the gym this week and I really want to work on cardio in the gym I like lifting heavy stuff my cardio is not so great and I was in the gym I was on the stepper I'd set it all up and I was stepping and I was sweating and I was in proper like aerobic workout constant cardio and after like a few minutes like oh I want to stop this and I had that for the full <laughs> pretty much the full 20 minutes Oh, I'll just do something else, I'll just cycle. But then I was asking myself, okay, there's a part of me that wants to stop, but am I in pain? No. Is it too difficult? No. Can I breathe okay? So I have asthma and yes. So what is going on? And it is, I am bored. <laughs> I don't want to keep stepping. And so actually part of me, the I guess the adult part of me had to go, look, this is helping us to get towards what we want to get towards. Yes, it's a bit boring, but this is kind of what we need to do to get where we want to go. So let's just stick it out. We're not in pain. There is no reason to stop other than being bored. And I think sometimes we need to have a word with ourselves in that way. Um, and then there'll be sometimes that I have that conversation myself and decide, I still don't want to do this and get off the stepper, but it's fine. But that balance uh, is really important. And But that needing to want to change first, needing that motivation. No one can give it to you. You know, you, you might have family, people around you who really want you to change, but you need to want that change. Otherwise, anything that you try is not going to stick. You know, I think things have to have to come from you. Um, and so that, again, is about that, like, checking in. And, uh, you know, am I, am I okay with how things are, the, are at the moment? Am I happy with how things are? at the moment and actually you might be you might not be but actually you might not really want to do what's necessary to to change and that's sometimes with mental health and mental illness maybe we're not able to kind of see 
the reality of the situation and maybe we do need support to to make those decisions and to think about those things um but I think for me thinking about my anxiety and depression actually I needed to get to a point of going I don't want to exercise and (laughs) but I need to try it I need to find a way to drag myself there to do it because apparently it will make me feel better and I need to try something different and so that's what I did and miraculously um there's a reason everyone talks about it because it works and that's different to I'm in a mental health crisis and I need support now that is not the time to sort of say hey have you tried going for a walk but you know this sort of um ongoing well-being sometimes yeah we do need to sort of put on our big girl pants or whatever pants or underwear you wear or don't wear um but we need to just kind of find something in us to um to push us even when we don't want to so that's kind of my first one but I feel like there's a couple of bits in there my second thing that that really has helped me and also thrown up a lot of lessons is therapy um and it's something that uh, quite a few people they've come on have talked about I'm pretty biased because I am training to be a counsellor but actually having that space is so so valuable even when I have weeks where I'm like I don't I don't want to be here and I don't want to talk about anything and I'm very aware of the things that I do need to talk about and that would benefit me and it's really hard and sometimes I just don't want to and so that is again that listening to myself and being aware of my my resistance but I still have that space I have that space I can go to I can talk about things I can feel listened to and supported which uh, often can be really rare um in our lives you know the people around us often want to give advice or they might judge and a therapist shouldn't do that and if you have a therapist who is judgmental um I would yeah I mean I'm not going to tell you what to do with your therapist, but they shouldn't be judgmental. You should feel maybe sometimes a bit challenged. Maybe my my therapist, if I skirt over a feeling, she will make me kind of come back and think about what's going on because actually that is the really valuable work. But having that space is so powerful and I am starting to see actually the, the benefit of it uh, in my life and it is really powerful. Um however (laughs) on top of that what I have realized in this last year or so is the value of not just relying on one thing there isn't just one magic thing that fixes uh, not fixes in the right word um that helps you supports you um whatever the right word is um there are multiple things so for me this therapy there is a lot of personal work and self-reflection that I do and in the last couple of months I felt some real real shifts and some of that is about giving myself space so that being kind to myself and and that's always been our message on the podcast but sometimes it's hard to do as I said but actually really trying to to actually do it and actually allow myself that space and that's a really powerful message to yourself of actually I am worth the time and the effort of, of self-care I am worthy of that um and that has a, a powerful impact as well as the the impact of taking that time that you need um and then I've been doing I think someone sorry someone who came on mentioned about the artist way 
and morning pages. And I have started for the last five weeks, I have been doing that. So three pages a day. I often do not do them in the morning. I do them in the evening. I do them at some point, uh, usually the evening. Though. Although today I did do them mid-morning. But I think actually it's, it's more for me, I think, the writing rather than the the time of day. Um, because it gives me space, some more space to just process what is in my head, even if it is very repetitive. And the whole point is that you don't read back over them, you just write and it just, you get stuff out and then it leaves more space in my head, basically. And I, I'm really feeling the benefit of that. Um, and also then for probably a similar amount of time, once a month, I've been seeing the most amazing massage therapist. And it's all really about that kind of healing touch and also, I think the same really nurturing about it, and it's in the most beautiful space. But also that allowing someone to care for me and look after me, which in a way, I guess, with therapy, you're doing as well. You're you're allowing yourself to rely on someone and depend on someone, which can be really difficult and scary. Um, but yeah, with the massage therapy, it feels like letting someone look after me, which again can be really difficult. We sometimes feel like we have to. And I definitely am guilty of this. And it's this is one of my, I am still learning and working on this things. It can be really hard to let people in, to let people know that you're struggling, to reach out for help. It's really scary. And sometimes you feel like you are just trying to hold yourself together. And that if you reach out, that you will fall apart, that you will let go of all these pieces that you're trying to hold so tightly. And then you might not be able to put yourself back together. Um, and actually what I've sort of slowly, slowly have been trying to do is let people in a little bit. Um, and then I don't fall apart. Um, and I've been really lucky that actually the people I've let in are really great people that haven't let me down because I think if you take that risk, let someone in and then they let you down, that's a really difficult, um, difficult thing. But, you know, I think hopefully I... I know I am surrounded by amazing people, friends and family who I find it difficult to let in. I seem to be letting professionals in a bit more, but maybe that is the first step. It's less threatening. Um, and hopefully you also have people around you that um, if you are struggling, you, you can reach out to. And we have, we've just had Mental Health Awareness Week and people will always say, hey, I'm always here. You can reach out to me and talk to people. And and I think sometimes what we don't appreciate is how difficult that can be, how scary that can be for many reasons. Um, and I think it's really important to acknowledge that, that it is really tough and not to sort of feel shame if you are struggling and you haven't reached out because it is really, it's really scary to do. Um, but I just, um, yeah, maybe it's helpful to, to hear that actually it, it can help and it is a gradual process um of like testing out like I'm gonna try and let this person in a little bit and then see what happens see how it goes um or or um working with professionals or calling people like the Samaritans where it is a bit more anonymous so you don't actually know that person if it's not working you can just stop it um so that is another big thing that I learned that I'm still learning still find it really difficult to let people in and to let people be close and to let myself be loved because of a lot of my own uh, fear and issues around that. So that's what I'm working on. And so I think that's 
really important to acknowledge as well that we are all work in progress there are things that we might think this this is the thing I need to focus on I need to work on this and then it's good to have a bit of time to let that sort of settle um you've, you've kind of shook up all this stuff and then you need to let it settle and then you can kind of come back and go a bit deeper and I think that's an ongoing process and probably why I'm quite skeptical of anything that promises like you just have this one treatment this one thing and then you are sorted forever because actually we're much more complex than that psychologically we have all these different levels of things and and actually if you could change everything like straight away that would be so so unsettling psychologically actually and I don't think it would be helpful so I think unfortunately it is a it is a more gradual process of of learning and growing and changing and adjusting and letting things settle and like reintegrate and then doing a bit more and so I think over the past it must be like four years I had a bit of like right I'm gonna work on stuff and get a bit better and then I got to a point where I was like all right I'm not I'm not depressed anymore which is amazing and then over the last couple of years now it's a, it's a deeper level so not only am I not depressed anymore now I'm really getting back in touch with my feelings and that sometimes means feeling really not very nice feelings of anger and sadness and and pain and and those kind of things but also feeling joy and excitement like really feeling them and not just kind of I like this thing so maybe I'm excited but genuinely like really buzzy exciting and I, I can't remember when I'd really felt that, you know, through my 20s or even though I did some cool things and because actually I'd, I, I was disconnected from my emotions. I was completely sort of numbed out to them because of well, prior pain and because of depression and, and all that kind of stuff. And so actually this is then a, it's a deeper level of healing of going, okay, I'm not depressed now there is like a relearning and a reconnecting to my feelings there is learning to honor them and listen to them um even when it's tough um because i think that's i think now a better place to be than being really numb to them to um to process them the painful ones um and to experience the the positive ones but I think when you're a, a child, when you're a teenager, you it is more difficult and so it is so much easier to to numb out to you know those feelings and to get disconnected um for so many reasons. So it's kind of I guess understandable but but still difficult. So that's another one, it's okay to feel. Um and I guess also that if you are on this sort of well being journey that sometimes it might feel worse before it gets better you know we we love the idea of a quick fix we just want want, I'm not feeling great I want I want it to change I want something to be better but actually sometimes to to really heal we have to feel those things sit with them a bit process them and then kind of move through them Um, and that does mean sometimes that it can feel it can feel worse before it feels better and I think often people are not prepared for that. They can't sit with that. Um, and then they, they stay stuck. And 
I'd had therapy in my 20s and I'm still stuck and this is why now I'm sort of skirting around these things that it is difficult and I resist it because it's painful but I know that that it is helping me and I know that um, that's what I need to do to, to heal more, to be able to feel more, to get to where I want to go, all of that sort of stuff and it is a work in progress always. Um, so I, I, I don't know if that's like optimistic. There's not, yeah, I can't wave a magic wand to give you this magic tool and say, hey, this is going to change your life. Um, and some people do do that and say that. And I personally don't think there is that one thing. I think it's for you figuring out yourself, learning to understand yourself is figuring out the tools, multiple tools that are going to help you to to move to where you want to go that are going to help you with the areas you find difficult to to process to to grow to learn through that was like a learn through I don't know what that meant but that <laughs> to learn um move through and they'll, they'll be different for different people different types of therapy work for different people and the idea of massage therapy might be terrifying to you you might want to be chanting in the woods or um you know, whatever it is, I, I go wild swimming as well. Um, and that's something that works for me and the gym and exercise, and that might not be it for you. It It's figuring out your personalized approach, but that, that it's not just one thing. And I think if we can have more things that are helping us look after our self-care from all different kind of uh, places, not in an overwhelming way, because I'm saying about all these things, but I think it's just, um, it's a lot healthier, I think. and But I think it takes a real shift, a real mindset shift to allow yourself that, um, to give yourself permission for that. Um, and I guess to know that, that change is possible, that healing is possible. And on a complete tangent and side note... <laughs> because it's not really related but I watched the new Top Gun film Maverick the other day but there's a really powerful scene in that and it's a scene I think this sort of scene often appears in films there was a scene similar um but different in Pearl Harbor that it made me think of but there's a scene um oh I don't know spoiler alert Ooh, spoiler alert um there is a scene where you have people trying to learn something difficult I'll try and talk vaguely around it uh, trying to learn something difficult and struggling. And then someone demonstrates it to show that it is possible. And then the other people go, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And sometimes we need to see that to be able to believe that it's possible for ourselves. So hopefully that's, if you've seen the film, you'll you'll know <laughs> what scene I'm talking about. But um, yeah, sometimes we need to see or here, um, in order to believe that it's possible for ourselves. And I think, again, back to stories, that's why the stories of people that have been on the show are so powerful, because usually they're people that have struggled with things and now they are in a um, a slightly better place with it, or much better place, or, you know, they are managing. And, and I think there is some reassurance in that, and it can give hope particularly if we're really struggling, that actually other people have got through it. So maybe it's possible for me as well. Um, 
so yeah I think that's that's all my my lessons that I wanted to share and kind of reflect on uh, I think I've already been talking like over half an hour and I don't want to be here all, all the time um because I don't want you to get bored and um, I'm trying to keep the episodes shorter so yeah there there are some thoughts some lessons some personal reflections and some podcast reflections um and like I said yeah I'd really love to hear your thoughts lessons that you've learned around mental health and mental well-being that you want to share with me and the rest of our community of listeners um or if you have suggestions of of things that we haven't covered on the show that you think would be really you really want to hear stories you want to hear things you want us to cover send me a message let me know um my my uh, contact at psyche psy khe coaching on linkedin uh, no it's not well psyche coaching is on linkedin instagram that's the one facebook and twitter um and i was still not that present on social media like i'm there but lurking again it's something that i find difficult and draining but anyway you can reach out to me i will see it or you can email me hannah palindrome h-a-n-n-a-h S um, at psyche psyke.co.uk. You can drop me an email as well. Um, I always love to hear from you any feedback and suggestions, or if you want to come on and share your story as well, then yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And I just want to finish by saying a massive thank you. I'm so grateful, firstly, to all the guests that have been on and shared, but to you. Uh, for listening to getting this far if you've been listening from the beginning whether this is your first episode I really appreciate you and I'm grateful to you for for tuning in for listening for supporting the show and I really hope that you have you've taken something from this um and yeah please do if you have then please do share it so we can reach more people um because that's kind of what the show is about it's about being a I guess a resource for people or something. Uh, so please, please do share. Um, yeah, next week, fingers crossed, we will be back with an interview with a guest that I should be interviewing <laughs> later today. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to that conversation. It looks like it will be a fun one. So please join us Monday for that. Until then, as always, take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.